Three, two, one. Good evening and welcome to the podcast premiere of the Cousin Camp Podcast. My name is Chris Dunn and I'm joined by my co-host, cousin and friend, Colin Fitzgibbon. Say hi, Kyle. How you doing? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you tonight? Doing okay. Thanks for asking. You know, uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, like I, I spoke, uh, we were talking about yesterday in our phone call. You know, we've just uh, come across the pandemic blues and needed a nice little outlet for us to uh, discuss the top topics that we're passionate about and, you know, do so. uh, And this is the perfect forum for it. So um, I'm all in on it, buddy. Couldn't agree more. Thanks for getting us set up. And uh, yeah, I dig the name. We'll throw back to when we were kids. And, uh, you know, it's, it's almost all excited about it. Yeah, that's the that's what I wanted to go over. We, uh, you know, I just went over the inspiration of the podcast, and uh, this is, in fact, the Cousin Camp podcast. And the whole concept behind it is uh, the Cousin Camp got its name. It goes way back to when uh, you know me and Colin used to hang out together. I used to go to his parents' house in Connecticut, and. Uh, for like a week or so or whatever and we used to spend a bunch of time together uh, with uh, his sister and whatnot we'd go to the pool you know uh, play play a bunch of video games more than normal but some might think but um, uh, the person who came up with it was uh, Colin's mother Lori my aunt Lori and uh, that's how it you know, came about. Uh, we called, you know, the Hangouts Cousin Camp, and it, it would happen on a, an annual basis, you know, over the summer, and uh, it's just been a blast, and, you know, we try to keep the uh, the tradition moving, uh, you know, virtually and uh, in person, so uh, Colin's joining us from Houston, Texas. It's uh, well, twice yeah. as warm as it is up here, and well, <laughs> maybe a little more, but um, Colin's just getting home from work, uh, how was your day, Colin, overall? I mean, I've ha- I had off today, so uh, how was everything, uh, you know, down south? Sure, lucky you. Uh, I wish I had the day off, but i uh, got to earn that bread somehow. Uh, decent, old, decent old day, answering a lot of emails, uh, working in the insurance business, so a lot of it can be done here remotely, but every now and then you got to send someone out in the field. Luckily, it's not me most of the time, but... Uh, January Q1, we're uh, we're getting ready and we're we're raring to go and yep. Say a risk never stops and money never sleeps. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on call. ain't it the truth? Uh, ain't it the truth? It is the damn truth. That's for sure. So but, uh, it's a little day and uh, the day got a little better at 4 p.m. Central Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, when my alma mater, the University of Texas, announced. Their new head coach, Steve Sarkeesian. Sark, hook them horns. Hook them horns, baby. That's Got my it. UT diploma right back there. You can see it in the mirror. All right. Uh, man, we're excited. Longhorn Nation is pumped up. As they should be. I mean, you know, I visited the uh, Texas campus, uh, and you were my tour guide, and it was a wonderful experience, um, no doubt about it. And um, – you know, that, that was a big hire for them, uh, you know, coming off of uh, Coach Sarkeesian, coming off of a national championship, 
you know, with the Alabama Crimson Tide. It was a big route. I only caught the first half of it, and I wanted to go to sleep, um, you know. Uh, it was over after the first half. and Unfortunately, Ohio State had a couple injuries here and there, but right. it was night and day who was the better team. And I'm just thankful that after the offense they called, that he's going to be calling plays for us. Uh, yep. So it's it should be exciting um, on behalf of uh, you know Longhorn Nation, and uh, you know I was really impressed by the talent you know that uh, Alabama had to offer, and you know Ohio State played hard, but it was kind of a foregone conclusion after the first half, and um, you know, and speaking of you know Texas and everything. Um, now that you know it's going to be a new look for uh you know the longhorns longhorns football you know my father you know was supposed to go uh to the uh shootout um the texas shootout between oklahoma and texas i, I believe this year but you know pandemic got in the way hopefully it doesn't get in the way this year because i was planning on going with my dad and it was uh, it's going to be held at Cowboy Stadium. So um, apparently Jerry World's a real uh, sight to behold in terms of, you know, the facilities and the field and the whole atmosphere. You know, I, I'm really looking forward to getting that experience. It's like the modern day Coliseum. It's just, <laughs> seriously, it's just massive. Everything about it is massive. The biggest parking lot I've ever seen. Easily the biggest indoor stadium I've ever been to. That Megatron oh, okay. they got in the middle is like the size of it's like three houses. It's absolutely crazy. And uh, I was lucky enough to go see the Texas Longhorns play the UCLA Bruins there a few years back. And that's it. Yeah. You can remember if we won the game, but I don't know if that tells you more about the football team or if that tells you more about uh, the tailgate. So I'll, I'll leave that up to the view. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's another good experience, uh, you know, the tailgating aspect, you know, get to enjoy uh, some brews and, uh, you know, company, you know, barbecue, friends, family and stuff like that, you know, a little, a little eat, pray, love action, so to speak. That's what we missed in 2020. And, uh, you know, again, just to go back to your initial point about starting the podcast and, uh, just recording our interactions because they're always fun ones is that, uh, you know, we, we missed out in this past year on uh, all those little things that we've taken for granted typically, such as a tailgate, such as going to our games, such as me going to New Jersey to visit Chris or him coming to Texas or Connecticut to visit me. And, you know, luckily over Christmas, we got some time to see each other, but mm-hmm. it's few and far between when we'd normally see each other fairly often. Mm-hmm. often yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. It works well for me because I typically I'm an indoor person and a podcast is uh, sort of, you know, an indoor kind of event. So it suits my, my preferences. Um, I don't know if you're the same Kyle, Um, you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. Would you say you're an indoor person, you know, or what if you had your preference? Be more of a, a people person. People person. Okay. Yeah. To be a shot kid. And I used to read my books, my Calvin and Hobbes comics books, and oh, yeah. uh, play chess and read chess books. And, 
you know, just play on my Game Boy and just kind of sit in my room all day. But yeah, a little bit and got older and started getting involved in some team sports and That's making that uh, really brought me out of my shell. And once I started talking, they couldn't get me to shut up. So now I'm uh, you found I'm your voice. Not my voice. That's right. Yeah, very good. All Maybe right. Find my uh, my fashion though. <laughs> I bucket hat and the white long sleeve tee, but it's unique, you know. Whatever, whatever's right for you. So, um, yeah, the podcast, you know, it's uh, that trend is really coming along. Um, I'm, you know, a big listener myself. I'm a Joe Rogan fan, and I've been getting into Mike Tyson's podcast. He's quite a character, you know. He's just coming uh, out of. Uh, he came out of retirement. He had a little exp- exhibition with Roy Jones Jr. And he's very inspirational. He's, uh, you know, from New York City. And uh, he has quite the story, <laughs> you know, a big, a real roller coaster of a life. And uh, he has quite the sense of humor, too. He's just really kind of like a free spirit personality. And uh, but in terms of like the whole structure of the podcast thing and everything, Joe Rogan, he, you know, he's, you know, at the top of the list. And you know, he's definitely the gold standard, so to speak. So, you know, that's, you know, I know this is a hobby for us and, you know, that's how I really like to, you know, model, you know, the, you know, our, my process after. He know, really, so uh, he is the top of the game, as you say. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I grew up listening to a lot of AM radio, especially Yankees games on 880 and WFAN and all that. And, you know, the whole talk radio format's good, great, it's proven system, it's got its people, it's got its following, but the nice thing about the podcast is you can listen on your own time, it's a little more casual, you're not restricted by a filter, just in case you want to say something a little controversial, a little bit uh, off color, but hopefully we'll leave that to a minimum here, but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, it's, it's a beautiful forum, and it just seems to be the way that media is going, on demand, and I think that's a good thing, because we binge watch our TV shows. Why shouldn't mm-hmm. we watch uh, things we listen to as far as podcasts or music as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Controversy is uh, quite the segue. Um, all right, it's got some, let me take a little volume off the, the phones. I'm just, yeah, there's like a little static. I'm dealing with a little static right now. Perfect. Much better. Yeah, no, can you hear me all right? I can hear you fine. All right, perfect. Um, yeah, I'm, I must have like put my hand on the wire or whatever. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you were bringing up, um, you know, a lot of controversial topics and everything. Uh, and what was I uh, going to? Oh, yeah, in terms of, you know, streaming and what we want to watch. Um, you know, I know you're a big uh, – I wouldn't say big, but uh, – a frequent Twitter user. And uh, what I noticed was that uh, you had, you definitely had your opinion on uh, the uh, report of Disney, you know, banking on uh, the Marvel and Star Wars films. That's right. And, uh, you know, being that you're, uh, you're a Star Wars fan yourself. Me personally, I was, uh, you know, back in the day. However, uh, I haven't really been getting too much into the Mandalorian and everything and uh, the new stuff. They lost me. I, uh, I remember vividly. I mean, again, that's another thing that we shared a lot growing up was 
the Star Wars franchise and just things like that. Go want to see the new movies when they came out with the prequel trilogy and all that. And just ultimately, I, I don't know if it's me getting older and a little more cynical, but when I went in theaters and saw episode seven, the, the J.J. Abrams feature, I can't even remember if he directed that one or not, but I just remember walking away and being like, you know what? Something's not right about this. Something is, uh, it, it seems like a cash grab. And, you know, sure enough, you know, about eight movies later, Han Solo this, Mandalorian that, Rogue yeah. One. Now they're coming out with this and that. It just seems like uh, they paid off George Lucas. They told him that his expanded universe is gone. And then they, lo and behold, they create their own expanded universe that's far less creative. And it's just very derivative. And uh, it is disappointing that what was once... uh, a large favorite of mine that I could watch at any time is now, uh, I don't know, it's, it almost just seems like Disney just uh, commoditized it. And now it's just an annual thing rather than something that used to be built up. And, you know, a lot of energy and a lot of time and a lot of love was put into it by George Lucas. And now it's just uh, mm-hmm. keep, keep rolling them out, keep making them and keep selling the merch. It's all, it's all back to the merch. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. You know, the way it's set up and universal and everything, you have, um, you know, Disney World and all that, getting their share and everything. Um, Also, uh, everything that's going on in Washington, D.C., I I was in the uh, midst of uh, a dealer swap uh, the other day. I was actually heading down to Maryland. Uh, and I couldn't believe it when I found out what was happening. The, the capital getting stormed. I was like 45 minutes north of the whole thing going on. But, um, crazy. Yeah, I mean, completely crazy, crazy times we live in. It's all a matter of, you know, uh, be, avoiding those, those kinds of situations and, or else you'll find yourself in a heap of trouble. But, um, I mean, I do a lot of traveling in my job. Um, you know, when a, because we are a small, small dealership, uh, just so our listeners know, I work uh, at a family-owned dealership uh, as an internet salesman, and I also uh, pick up inventory for the dealership, but, and we, uh, uh, whether it be pre-owned or new, and uh, we, uh, I bring it back to the lot for us to sell, and um, that's typically, you know, how my work schedule is. Now I got my truck. I got my Ford F one fifty through a local. Yep. But, yeah, it's been great. Had it three years and about to buy out the lease and keep it another three, if not more. Very good. Yeah, the F one fifties are very uh are very dependable and uh they're the top selling vehicle for um you know, forty five plus years. Um, top selling truck, uh, you know, out of all all brands. So uh, they they've seen a lot of success. You know, we're, we're glad you're happy, Kyle. We want to, we're looking forward to seeing you. Uh, well, oh yeah, you said you were going to buy your truck out too. So. Does not mean uh, that in a few years time, I won't be back for the next one. Oh yeah. That's what it's all about. Uh, you know, customer satisfaction and, uh, you know, making, making sales, uh, you know, getting the bread. Um, but I wanted to mention, uh, on Saturday, I uh, went northbound to, to New Hampshire, and 
it was about a five hour trip each way. So it was a whole day trip for me. I got to, uh, you know, sail or drive across, uh, Vermont and, uh, the weather was absolutely freezing, but however, the scenery was breathtaking. I, um, I, what did I drive up there? I, I drove a van and, uh, you know, I got to, you know, go through Connecticut and went through New York City, got to see all the sites and what have you. Uh, but, you know, it was definitely different in terms of like the altitude. I haven't been anything uh, part of like, you know, I'm not a huge skier, but if you are, you know, I highly suggest, you know, making the trip through, uh, you know, that part of the country. Um, that just adds another uh, state that I've, you know, been a part. Of. I've never been through, uh, Vermont. I've, I've been to, uh, New Hampshire before that was for another dealer swap, but, um, you know, Colin is originally from Connecticut and, uh, he's, uh, you know, somewhat familiar with the area. Um, New England, baby. That's, New that's, England. that's it. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful up there. I mean, uh, that's just the beauty of the United States. Uh, every part of the country is a little different. Mm -hmm. You got the best of everything. You got the nice, beautiful Adirondacks in New York State that kind of wrap their way up and connect to the the green and the white mountains in Vermont and New Hampshire. And as as you said, there's some great skiing up there. It gets a little icy, but it's still a lot of fun. And uh, you know, they people up there they know how to live and they just kind of keep keep themselves very uh, very very nice, very smart, but mm -hmm. just down to earth people. And yeah. then. You got the whole Massachusetts thing, the whole uh, Western Mass and Eastern Mass, totally different beasts, but, uh, you know, lovely state there. You got Providence and Rhode Island, got Connecticut, and then uh, just the, the state park and national park haven that is Maine up in the Northeast. And it's just a great part of the country and uh, totally different than here in, in East Texas and Houston. Absolutely. So on the way back, uh, back home to northwestern New Jersey, that's uh, where I live. I was passing through Connecticut, and you know I was reminiscing on uh, the old cousin camp days uh, that we mentioned earlier in the podcast, and I saw a sign that said Wharton, and I believe Colin has family in that particular area. So uh, I don't know. I was really getting in my feels, really. Uh, <laughs> really uh, reliving old times and just figured I'd uh, go, th go through old Perry Lane and oh yeah uh, did you go check it out no I didn't <laughs> I just I just stayed the course I was just thinking oh you know what what if I were just because I, I used to do that like when I was younger um, you know when tri trick-or-treating I actually went to the old house I used to live in in Glasgow I might have told you this before and like I really want I wanted to go inside so bad just to see what it looked like and you know, that's what I, I, I would, that's what kind of crossed my mind the other day, uh, seeing what it would be like, you know, what, what the old, uh, house on Perry Lane looks like. And, you know, uh, Colin has his cousins and everything. <laughs> like, what if I were to just storm in your cousin's house or wherever that your aunt and uncles and just be like, Hey, it's me, cousin Chris. Remember me from 15 years ago? <laughs> oh, what's up? Yeah. I just came from New Hampshire. <laughs> No, nah, they're good folks. Uh, they are absolutely no doubt in my mind. Yeah, um, but I I wanted to bring that up. That was a cool experience for me. Good. Um, yeah, I'll miss it up there. I mean, uh, 
that's always going to be home. But, uh, you know, while I'm uh, in my 20s and while I got my company paying me to, to live in different parts of the country and, and uh, you know, Texas has treated me very well. Mm-hmm. That's where I got my degree, as I said, in Austin, Texas. And I've lived here in Houston almost three years now. And I may uh, be taking the next step and moving somewhere else soon, but we'll, uh, we'll wait and see. We'll see where that takes. Absolutely, take. yeah. A lot of things are up in the air, uh, you know, just for a lot of people, a lot of businesses, and that's just uh, the situation at the moment. Um, in terms of, you know, the holidays, you know, they're all finished and everything. I got to see Colin um, down in Florida. Uh, you know, my parents like to go down there, uh, and we like to spend the holidays in, in that that particular area. That's it's always a nice time, and um, you know where the location is is very good. It's whenever you want to take a you know a nice vacation with whether it's a significant other, it's a friend. Um, it's uh, where highly recommend. Say it's the southern southeastern part of the state. So um, yeah, go yeah, Jupiter, Florida. Uh, there's a lot of nice places to go in terms of, you know, eat, drink, uh, you know, a lot of uh, sports, whatever you you want, you're interested in. That is a golfer's heaven. Absolutely. He lives there. He's got a nice little resort called The Woods. I think Justin Thomas lives there now. I think mm-hmm. a few other people are, uh, are all either heading there, spend some time part of the year there. And that is, uh, it's incredible. Super yeah. nice. Same, same thing. Everyone's real friendly, but uh, you get a, you get a large mix of people from all over, and mm. they've done a very, very nice job uh, building it up and still keeping some of that small town feel too. Yep, absolutely. It's uh, you know, home is where the heart is, and uh, you know, a lot of people you know live by that uh, philosophy down there. Um, it's just an enjoyable, you know, you're, when you're right by the beach and. Um, you know, my my goal personally, once Memorial Day uh, comes around, I want to you know spend Memorial Day weekend there and just take a week's vacation, or whatever. That that's you know, Lord willing, you know, maybe that can happen. But um, you know, that's that's pretty much Florida and everything. If uh, my, it, it was a nice day off for me overall. It was relaxing. I I um, went and grabbed something to eat and. Um, I, I'm actually sitting right next to my keyboard. I've been playing, uh, you know, some songs and everything. I have uh, my, my Mac, um, my microphone. I, I was trying to record some stuff earlier. Um, but, yeah, this is a nice keyboard. I've had it for a few years now. Um, the Yamaha? Uh, what do you got? Say that again? What do you have, a Yamaha? Sandra? Yeah, I have a Yamaha. Yep. Excellent. Yep, it's a Yamaha. Mm-hmm. It is a YPG 535. Um, it has a lot of uh, cool sounds, and uh, it's served me well over the years. But, um, yeah, it's one of my passions, what I love uh, to do. It brings me a lot of joy. Um, that's what I was doing today, you know, trying to record, but it was good for me. Tomorrow's back to the grind. Got another dealer swap heading to Delaware, and I might be working uh, remotely and everything, um, but uh, you know if everything's good my way, um, 
what else do I got on, on here? Uh, we're doing okay. We're doing well on, on time, Kyle. What type uh, of music have you been playing? Uh, actually, I have this piece. Uh, it's called The Entertainer. And I think I heard you uh, by Joplin. Um, and yeah, that's a nice one. I, I'm, I'm trying to, that's, it's a little tough for me. I'm getting the hang of it. Um, I've been playing a little journey, uh, open arms. I mean, they're a good band. Um, that speaking of music, that, that brings me to, um, our final topic of the day. Um, I know Colin, he's a big fan of, you know, live shows and the pandemic has been, has deprived us of our concerts and everything. Definitely. And, uh, I need to stop saying it and everything, but, uh, that all comes with time, <laughs> but, uh, there are a lot of good bands that people haven't had the opportunity to see everything's all virtual and the nostalgia has just been, uh, you know, taken away from everyone. So with that being said, Colin, um, I wanted to, uh, you know, while we're on this topic, I wanted to ask what shows I, in terms of, you know, like a band or an artist, you know, dead or alive, if, let's just say the pandemic were to end tomorrow, what band or artist would you want to, top five band, band and artists would you want to see live? Oh man, that is a, such a good question. Yeah. I don't want to put you on the spot or anything. Oh, but. you did, dude, you did. But uh, that's the beauty of music. Music is like, Music's a real lifetime machine. It's a time capsule. It can bring you, can bring you back to that one memory, that one moment you had, and you know, you get a, you get goosebumps all over, and your hairs are standing on edge. If you, you remember that song from your your senior prom high school, or you know, maybe you uh, maybe it brings you back to a nice summer day or whatever. But man, if I had to pick one or a few artists or groups that I would like to see when the pandemic were over. If it were over tomorrow, a band up and at them right now that I think would be a blast to see would be mm, the current band. It would probably be Kings of Leon. I think they just came out with a couple new songs, you know, uh, mm -hmm. been around a while, about 15, 20 years. Their sounds changed a lot. They started as a very you know, Southern rock twangy group out of Tennessee and Oklahoma. And they kind of evolved into their little pop phase, but I think they're going to start, uh, you know, getting back to the roots a little bit here mm -hmm. and there. But there's a group I've been jamming to a lot lately that isn't around anymore. And unfortunately that's because of old age and drug overdoses is uh, a band called Thin Lizzy, Tin Lizzy, as they say. Thin Lizzy. Yep. And, uh, boys are back in town yep they're a good band boys are back in town yep. based out of dublin and they had a couple bangers boys are back in town jailbreak black rose and uh yeah i've been listening to them a lot and right the cool thing about them is they have uh twin lead guitars they don't have a lead guitar player and a rhythm guitar player both the guitar guys are the lead guitarists and they synchronize and create a really unique sound. And that sound was ultimately uh, not copied, but helped inspire Iron Maiden with their twin lead guitars. And mm -hmm. just, uh, they were one of the greats of their era for sure. And sure. Uh, that definitely, uh, boys are back in town. It's definitely a, a post pandemic classic for sure. For uh, yeah. Sure. That would have to be the uh, lead act for me. Um, however, in terms of uh, an act I would want to see, um, one of my 
uh, followers on Twitter was commented on a video and uh, it was a picture of, let me go to my replies. It was actually a video of, uh, yeah, here we go. Layla Hathaway singing and um, people, the it reads you know people <laughs> it, it was really like a parody it's a, it says you can't people colon you can't sing chords and then there's the video of layla hathaway just riffing and uh you know really singing her heart out <laughs> and one of my followers asked him is that is that snarky puppy playing with her and like i thought like it was an insult like snarky puppy <laughs> but it's they're actually like a music group and like this one of my followers he's uh very like inquisitive he's one of he's like inquisitive in like a funny way so i uh commented snarky puppy you know with two question marks and then i just said that's a new one like i thought it was like a, but it's <laughs> i just learned that they're a musical group but if the pandemic were to end tomorrow i definitely want to see what snarky puppy's all about I'm, I'm, I'm completely new to them yeah um, news to me i've not heard of them before i'll have to check them out yeah but uh i mean layla uh Hathaway sounded very good. I'm a huge, huge fan of um, her father, uh, Donnie Hathaway, who's uh, passed away for quite some time now, but uh, he's definitely uh, a soulful um, uh, sensation, a soulful talent, you know, for in terms of like soul music, uh, huge inspiration for me. Um, but I'm getting a little more static. That's but that's my two cents in terms of like the shows. Um, that's all I have for today in terms yeah. of uh, talking points. Um, is there anything you wanted to bring up, Kyle, before we uh, bring it to a close? Um, I don't know. I think uh, I just think we should try to be as optimistic as we can in this new year. I think uh, whether whether or not it was forced upon us, I think. Uh, 2020 was a little bit depressing and uh, I for one let things get me down a little bit and it can be tough when you're living on your own or you're you know away from your family like I'm the only one in my family that lives in Texas everyone mm -hmm. else in uh, New Jersey or Connecticut or elsewhere up in the northeast and it's uh, you know this hasn't been easy on everyone so I just want to you know send a little message of positivity out there that you know what this year, we should uh, keep our chins up because you know what? Things are looking a little bit better. Uh, you know, we're, we're finally getting there with uh, COVID vaccines and, you know, slowly but surely, it seems like places are getting a handle on how to, how to open up safely. And I just look forward to uh, getting back and, you know, enjoying things that, you know, again, maybe we took for granted a little bit, such mm -hmm. as you know, walking down the street, going to your local bar, your local pub, having a couple beers, you know, that's, uh, oh, I miss that a lot. And uh, so just keep your chins up 2021. Who knows what's in store, but hopefully a lot more good than bad. And yeah. this is exciting. And uh, hopefully 21 brings a lot more uh, episodes and a lot more conversations of, of the custom camp. Absolutely. Here, here. Uh, you know, it was a definitely a killer episode. I want to uh, close the episode with um, uh, a famous quote. It 
it is, um, you know, t- tough times don't last, tough people do. And, and that's what the Cousin Camp podcast really prides itself on is being tough and, uh, you know, being able to persevere through uh, tough times. And, uh, you know, Colin's doing a sensational job, you know, holding it down in Texas for the Northeast. And um, I'm trying to do uh, the same for my boy down south. Um, but, you know, it's just it's all a matter of being positive and, you know, uh, just working hard and you know having fun that's that's what my father always told me before every uh rec park and rec basketball game but you know that's where it's at but um on that note i i want to uh bid everyone to do and uh you know definitely give us a listen we're going to uh post these podcasts on uh hopefully on a weekly basis and um we hope you enjoy them thanks so much Thank you.